Welcome to Widowcast Podcast, the original podcast launched to help you find the way through your grief. You can create a life of your choosing filled with meaning and purpose. You can make something amazing come out of the pain of widowhood. I'm your host, Joanne Philomena. I'm the author of Widowed and The Widow Coach. I'm also a professionally certified life coach, and yes, I'm a widow like you. Let's let the healing and your personal journey begin. Welcome, my friends. This is podcast episode 156. Hey, I want to talk to you today about turning a dreaded milestone into a new start. You know, we just had another milestone with the new year. I know for many of you, you experience every milestone. I know I did, especially that first year, you know, when you get to their birthday, when you get to an anniversary date, when you get to the holidays, you feel like, oh, I'm facing Christmas and he's not here, right? And then, you know, you get to that one year anniversary mark of their passing and that's a difficult milestone. And yeah, even New Year's Eve is tough. That was my first thing I faced right after Jim died. I was sitting there on New Year's Eve watching the ball drop on the year 2015. And I felt like this is not how I expected to be spending New Year's Eve. It's not how I expected to bring in 2015 without him here. He had died less than 48 hours before the new year. So we just hit another new year. And here's what is happening. When you are dreading milestones, when it is so difficult for you, when your spouse dies, your identity becomes an uncertainty to you. It is as if your whole life is ripped out from under you and everything that you identified yourself with is now gone, right? We tend to identify ourselves by things outside of us. We might identify as a wife, as a couple, as a mom, as a medical assistant. But what happens is when one of those things stops, you go through an identity crisis. When your kids all go off to college, you're like, I'm a mom and I have no little woodgies here at home anymore. You go through an identity crisis. When your identity feels uncertain, and I know it does because I hear this from so many widows I talk to, almost every widow, it says to me, I don't know who I am now. I have no idea who am I. It feels like your whole life is out of control. Can you picture instead who you will be next year or in three years? I firmly believe that we have future selves 
Okay, I'm going to try to explain this. I have a friend who is a quantum physicist, and I am not a quantum physicist, but he talks about these things too. Like out there in the future are infinite possibilities, infinite versions of you. And you can decide which infinite possibility of you you want to become. Like who is your future self? What has she accomplished? How does she feel now? Uncertainty with the pandemic of 2020 affected a lot of widows who had felt like they were past the worst part of their journey through grief, right? They were beginning to feel stable. They were beginning to feel like they had an identity again. With the pandemic and the shutdowns and staying home and isolating, all of a sudden we began to lose touch with identity again because still so much of their identity they were placing on things outside of themselves, like what their job was or where they volunteered at. Or, you know, they had started rebuilding identity, but they weren't rebuilding it from the inside out. They were rebuilding it by clutching at things outside of themselves. How do you rebuild an identity from the inside? It's what you know to be true about you, no matter what. What's happening externally should not be what you base your entire identity on right? Not your job, not your health, not even people who love us. Because your identity is always created by your thoughts. It's what you think of yourself. You can find a lot of widows who remain miserable year after year. You can find um, widows who have risen to create a life, a new identity for themselves. Being miserable means you're still basing your identity on your past, right? You were basing it on, as I said, being a wife or a husband, if, you're, if you are a widower listening to this, um, being part of a couple, the relationship, the role you had placed yourself in did not really determine your identity. What you told yourself about it did. It's what you thought about it that created your identity. My own mentor, Brooke Castillo, said something that really hit home with me. She said, identity is the collection of thoughts you have about yourself and your life. And that just kind of really sums it up there. She's good at that. It's how you see yourself. Ask yourself, especially at the start of a new year, which so many of us feel like maybe it's a fresh start. That's why people make resolutions. How do you want to define yourself right now? Who are you? Who are you? You may have said a wife, a mom before. Those are external. How do you define yourself if all those things are taken away? If you are no longer a mom because they're grown and on their own, if you're no longer um, 
a retail clerk because you've left your job or you're no longer a dental hygienist. Whatever it is you do for your work, pretend you don't do that anymore. No job. Kids are gone. Spouse is gone. How do you define yourself when all those things are gone? That's kind of where we land right after our, our spouse dies. All of that is just gone into uncertainty and we don't know who we are. What you want to ask yourself to begin to get a sense of identity, get a sense of control in your life again, is what are your values that don't depend on outside things? These are your values. What is it you know to be true about yourself? For example, what's true about me? One of the things is I know I will always be a life coach and mentor. I always have been. I was, it's like I came out of the womb mentoring people, <laughs> right? Um, although I would have been a lousy mentor. I could have mentored babies who were still in the womb. Tell them how I got out. <laughs> I've often said this and told people who say, you know what, if you weren't doing this, if you weren't a life coach, what would you be doing, Joanne? What job would you be doing? And I just laugh about that because I did work in the corporate world for decades. And when I worked in the corporate world, I coached. I coached the people who worked with me. I coached the people who were part of my team. It's what made me successful in the corporate world because I could coach and mentor people. I laugh and I say, look, even if I were working at McDonald's, I would be giving a little coaching with each hamburger I sold. You know, it's just part of who I am internally. Your ID and your identity and purpose is what you choose to believe about yourself. What is true about you, no matter what, no matter what's happening around you, what still stays true for you? You might think, I don't know. And it's okay. We often think, I don't know. Sometimes we can take a guess at these things. But here's the thing. This is not something you have to like go internally and discover about yourself, right? It's like you don't have to go on some path of the yogi to go find it. The good news is this is not so much something you need to discover as it is something you decide, something you can choose to be and to become. What am what I am certain of is what I choose to be. I know I will always have the power to decide who I am. And you can too. I know that I'm a life coach. I'm good at cooking. I'm good at baking. And I like to do those things. I'm kind of a down-to-earth person. But I also have a comic side to me. I've even been told before, hey, you missed your calling. You should have been a comedian. <laughs> and I really love that because I want to find fun in my life. I also know I'm very individual. I'm almost fiercely independent. And I know I will always love the people in my life fiercely. 
something I learned when Jim died, something I learned about treasuring those I love, treasuring the relationships and connections I have with people. So if you become my friend, man, be prepared because I am going to love you through anything. I'm going to love you fiercely. That's who I am. And all that I want to believe about me is in the future. It's part of my future self. I can choose to be an amazing example of what's possible after your spouse dies. You can even believe in big dreams, even if other people think it's not possible. Like, oh, you're really stretching it there. No, dream big. You are the one who decides which future self you want to become. Believe it or not, and this may sound odd to you, especially if you're a newer widow and you can't have hindsight on all of this yet. I have been a widow for six years now. And believe it or not, losing Jim has made me more of who I am. That's, like I said, his death is what created love, my notion of loving fiercely. And when Jim died, my identity died. It shocked me. I was stunned to my core when I realized, oh my gosh, I'm a wimp. My self-worth is down around my ankles. What happened to me? What happened to me was I had based a lot of my identity on being a partner with Jim. And that was gone. But in that going, I had to rebuild my own identity without basing it on stuff outside of me. So here's what I want you to do for this new year or at any point through the year you're listening to this. You can do this. You're going to sit down and decide who you want to be at the end of the year. For those who are listening to this right now, that would be on December 31st, 2021. If you are in listening to this in the year 2022, decide who you want to be at the end of that year. Be detailed about it. I want you to get out a notebook and start writing it down. Decide to start doing what she would be doing. Now, that can be frightening, right? Because when I thought about my future self, the first future self that I wanted to create was being successful at coaching and no longer working in the corporate world. So I sat down to look at my future self. She was the Joanne that had developed the coaching practice. She was the Joanne who was helping other widows and she was successful at it. And I got so detailed about who she was that I even looked at her shoes. I may have talked about this with you guys before. I don't know. But listen, when I went for coach certification and I met Brooke Castillo, she always came in with like the hottest shoes on. Every day I would like look at her feet. You know, she did in-person training in those days. I would look at to see what, what shoes she had on. So down the road, when I decided I wanted to be a successful coach, I thought, 
oh, a successful coach wears really hot shoes. And I had been wearing Birkenstock sandals because I had had multiple knee surgeries. And after my knee surgeries, Birkenstocks were the only thing I could walk comfortably in. Even tennis shoes hurt. So I had been in Birkenstock sandals for several years as I went through the healing process with my knees. And I thought, no, I have to be able to find sexy shoes that I can walk in comfortably right now right? They had to meet both those requirements because I sure wasn't going to mess up my knees again. I went out and decided I was going to spend whatever it took. (laughs) I was going to do whatever it took. I was going to find a couple pairs of really hot shoes that I was comfortable walking in. And I did because I knew it sounds silly, but I knew If I had those shoes and I could put them on my feet as I sat down at my computer to work every day, that it would walk me into that future self. When you sit down and decide who you're going to be at the end of the year, you want to be detailed because you want to start making decisions the way she would decide them. You know, if you're faced with a decision and you are feeling really insecure about it, widows are, we are like, we can't decide anymore. We can't decide because we're used to sitting down with our partner and discussing it. But now when you're going trying to decide something, what you can do is sit down, take a deep breath, reach out to that future self, that you at the end of the year. And ask her, what did you decide? What did you decide about this that got you to where you are? Because that's where I want to be. You will be amazed at the inner wisdom you can tap into by simply asking, what would my future self do in this situation? This way, nothing that happens outside of you can keep you from who you want to be. You create your new identity. You start being your new identity. Right down to if she wears sexy shoes, you better go out and buy some sexy shoes. You know? And even, even last week, I reached out for my future self. Actually, I think I'm so used to doing it that she reached out for me. I was, I had tried a new advertisement on Facebook. I do advertise my widow coaches class where I teach widows how to coach and help other widows. I also have a subscription membership online, which if you're not somebody who feels like you want to start your own business helping other widows, but you do want to, you don't want to walk this path alone right? You do want to know, how do I get through this journey? You want to hear more of me. (laughs) You get more of me in the subscription membership. If you're curious about that, go to widowcoachingcenter.com. Widowcoachingcenter.com. We'll take you to the Widow Coaching Center. You can check it out. It's kind of awesome. And there's tons of videos that drop in different modules to help you on your journey. Once a month, you get on a live call with me. I do a a call with the whole membership on Zoom. 
it's it's kind of neat anyway i created a facebook ad for that subscription membership which is something i had not done much of in the past and um i decided i will run it for 10 days to see how it works um and i will tell facebook that for those 10 days i will spend 30 dollars a day okay 300 dollars to run an ad for 10 days on facebook that ad ran and five new widows came into the widow coaching center. I was thrilled. I was thrilled with that result, you know, and I thought, okay, well then maybe I should run this for a month. And then I got scared because my brain always does. My brain said, oh, wait a second. You already spend heaps of money on the ads for your widow coaches class program. If you start running this ad too, that's going to be another $900 a month or another $10,000 a year you're spending on advertising. And that scared me. I mean, you know, they're kind of scary numbers. And I thought, no, 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 I can't do that. And I hemmed and hawed and suddenly it was like future self sat down within me and said, no, this is how you build that membership. This is how you make it fantastic for the ladies that are in there. This is how you get that return. Joanne, the future Joanne, who has made such a success of that coaching center and reached to so many widows, and they've all connected with each other. She did not hesitate to put that ad back on for an entire month and run it month after month. And as soon as all of that came to me, I just smiled to myself because I knew, I knew the future coach that I wanted to be would not have thought twice about turning that ad back on and spending a thousand dollars a month on it. So I did something I probably would not have done if I didn't know who my future self was. That's the amazing part of it. When you are faced with something, you can just reach out to that future version of you. If you want to know who you are now, what is it that you think about yourself? What do you believe about yourself? And for your future self at the end of the year, what do you want to think and believe about her? What has she accomplished? What has she done? Maybe it's something that she's accomplished financially. Maybe she's paid down the bills. Maybe she's lost 30 pounds. Whatever it is, project that future self. According to my friend, the physicist, he said there are infinite possibilities of you in the future you get to choose which one and that's how i want you to start your year getting in touch with who you are now what things you believe about yourself what thoughts you have about yourself and then deciding which future self you want to become because unless you know which future self you want to become, you don't know the steps to take to get there. So let's get there together. Listen, again, because I brought up the Widow Coaching Center, you can go check that out at widowcoachingcenter.com.
gmail.com. If you want to know more about my program, my 12-week program, you can email me. I'm at joanne at joannethelifecoach.com. That's my email. J-O-A-N-N, no E, at joannethelifecoach.com. I love to hear from my listeners. You guys are special to me, every one of you. So, If you're listening to this in January, Happy New Year. Let's hope 2021 can produce some wonderful things for us. And I will talk to you all again next time. Go find some joy in your day. Bye.